everybody. Thank you so much for checking out our podcast. If you'd like to know more about us or connect with us, then please do go to our church website and we would love to get to know you some more. Here's today's message. We hope it blesses you, encourages and inspires you. Well, in case you'd missed it during the course of this pandemic, it is now officially the holiday season. And for some of us, this holiday season will have already got off underway. So maybe some of us have been affected by the the trouble with lockdowns, changing rules and um, gone off on holiday and then had to change plans and been affected. Uh, I think it's fair to say that for all of us, this summer season is going to feel very different this year. For some of us, we will have already had the kids at home for uh, several months uh, during the pandemic, and so the schools being out for summer doesn't really make that much difference because we've had the kids around for a long time anyway. Others of us will have been spending time on furlough and or in self-isolation, and uh, the idea of going away just seems like wishful thinking to you at the moment. I hope that for many of us, we will still be able to get some kind of break and some kind of holiday over the next few weeks. But today I want to spend some time thinking about true rest, about godly rest. We love our holidays in the UK. People love to be able to get away, to get a change of scenery, and hopefully to be able to catch up with the sun, which thankfully we've been blessed with so much this year right here in the UK. But rest is good for our bodies. Rest is good for our souls. We need to remember that God created us to rest. He made the world in in six days and on the seventh day he rested. We are designed to rest. Going on a nice summer holiday might refresh our bodies, it might refresh our minds. But today I want to take some time not to think about how we can rest our bodies and our minds, but how we can find a deeper rest, how we can rest our souls. And this passage has been one has to be one of my favourite Bible passages. And I know I'm conscious I say that a lot because there are so many good passages in the Bible. Um, but one of the, the reason this passage is so uh, special to me is because I think it contains a message that we need to hear, that we regularly need to be reminded of as a church. I don't know about you, uh, but I can certainly get so, find myself so easily caught up in the busyness of life. I know, especially before the pandemic hit, we can so often and so easily find ourselves running around from A to B, carrying the weight of all our expectations and all that we want to achieve um, throughout our lives on our own shoulders. We want to be doing the right thing. We want to be making the most of our lives. We want to unlock the potential that there is in the world to be enjoyed and and to make a difference. And when we live our lives in this way, it's no wonder that we end up feeling exhausted feeling guilty that we cannot do everything that we want to do. I know that I've had many conversations with people about this. Just take one example. How do you hold down 
a full-time job, look after your family, serve in the church, see your friends, give your best to God, and then hear about new projects that are struggling for volunteers and want to help out dearly, but feeling guilty that you are unable to do so. Jesus, in this passage, invites us to come to him and to find rest in him. And I wonder sometimes how often we look at ourselves or if people were to look at the church or to look at at us as individuals and were to say, I feel weary and I feel burdened, would they think that the church or going to Jesus is the best place to go in order to find rest? Today I'm going to spend just a few minutes looking at this passage from Matthew 11 and think about how we can address this balance that we might be able to experience our faith and our church as a place of rest, that where we can encounter this rest that Jesus offers to us. And the first way that we can encounter this rest is just simply by coming to Jesus. One of the great things about this passage is it's not just the invitation that is probably well known to many of us that as Jesus says to us come all who are weary and burdened and I will give you rest before this we get a really rich picture of who God is and how we can encounter him in verse 27 we see the unique relationship that Jesus has with God he is God's son Just as Toby and Reuben, my sons, will know me better than any of you ever will as their father, so too does Jesus know God. He knows him closely and intimately. None of us can ever know the full depths of God like Jesus does. But not only does Jesus know God, but God knows Jesus. And through Jesus, we can see and encounter the fullness of God in human form as he reveals himself to us. One of the great narratives of human history is the craving to know God. Look across the world and yes, different faiths might look for God in different places and in different ways. But ultimately, throughout humanity, there seems to be an inbuilt desire within all of us to have some kind of awareness and desire to respond to God. But there's an important message that we need to recognise in this passage, and that is that if you want to come to God, if you're tuning into church online this morning, sensing that there has to be more than to life than just me, there's got to be a higher power, there's got to be a God, but how do I find him? Maybe you're here today desiring to know God, but just unsure where to find it. Then I think you're in the right place. But you're not in the right place so that as I speak to you this morning, I can give you an argument and a rational train of thought that might prove you and convince you that this is the right place that you can know God. Jesus wants us to know that experiencing and satisfying this this inbuilt desire to know God is not about knowledge and theology and rational thinking. Jesus tells us that God even hides himself 
from the wise and the learned in this passage. Instead, he reveals himself to children, children who can simply put their trust in him. In God, we can find rest. But as we pursue this rest, we need to know that God alone can offer true, lasting rest. Encountering God through Jesus is about God revealing to us who he is rather than us trying to find him out for ourselves. And this is the beauty of this passage. God longs to reveal himself to us. God longs to reveal himself to you this morning. He is the God who invites us to come and to draw near to him. This invitation is made to us all. And so if you are feeling tired, if you are feeling burdened this morning, please can I invite you to hear this invitation of Jesus to come. This morning, Jesus is inviting you to come to him. This is not an invitation to simply come to a church building to listen to a guy speak for a bit. It's not about uh, coming along to even church online. It's not even about signing your life away and, uh, and diving into this uh, faith thing headfirst, blindly. Rather, it's an invitation to come and to encounter the one true God who has revealed himself to you through Jesus Christ. This summer, wherever you are, whatever you are doing, can I encourage you not just to find refreshment in the nice weather or on the nice holiday you have planned or whatever else you might be doing, but can I encourage you to find refreshment by coming to Jesus? Can I experience, uh, I invite you to experience a fresh revelation of who he is. I assure you that if you come to Jesus, you will never leave unsatisfied. He invites you to come. Will you approach him and find rest in your soul through him this morning? And as Jesus invites us to come to him, he invites us to do two things. And the first of these is to let go. Jesus specifically invites those who are weary and and burdened to come to him. And we see throughout the rest of the Bible, Jesus' heart for the weak and the poor, the humble and the burdened. He had compassion in the Gospels for the outcast. He brought healing to the sick and gives hope to the poor. Jesus invites the weary to come to him. But our weariness and our burdens may go deeper than just simply how we are feeling physically. At the time that Jesus was writing, the Greeks were desperately pursuing truth. They loved to reason. They loved to search and find out not only what was good, but what was right and what was true. But their longing for truth ended up leaving them weary and tired. So as Jesus says, come to me, all those who are weary, he is inviting those who are longing for truth to come and find the truth that they are striving for. Not in the bottom of a textbook, not at Cambridge University, but in Jesus. We need some truth 
in our world. There's lots of talk about being in a post-truth era at the moment. We need to find something as a society firm that we can base our our lives around. We look to our political leaders and so often we struggle to know who we can believe, which facts to agree with. We look to our cultural leaders and our celebrities and we're left feeling disappointed and like there must be more to life than an Instagram post. Too often the church gets written off as not being believable, about not being rational. And the point Jesus is making that this is far from true. Jesus is the most believable, most rational source of truth the world has ever known. And and so this morning, if you are looking for truth, can I invite you to let go of your striving for knowledge and let your pursuit for uh, and leave your pursuit for truth behind and instead come to Jesus. Think about it. He is the Son of God who better to go to to know all things than the one who created all things. Jesus is able to give you satisfaction in the desires of your heart this morning. Not only does Jesus invite the weary and those who are looking for truth and for more to come to him, but he also invites the burdened. And here Jesus has his Jewish audience in mind. The law of God's people had no longer become a source of life and freedom but had become a heavy burden that no one could adequately maintain. As a result, the effort of maintaining the law was, not, was no longer life-giving and freeing for people, but it was life-sapping. It became a burden for each individual to keep and demonstrate their righteousness before God. But Jesus invites those who are burdened to come to him. And as he does so, this, that burden of maintaining the law of God is stripped away as we, all, as we are all able to come to God through Jesus. Not because of our efforts, not because we deserve it, but because of God's great sacrifice through Jesus for us on the cross. This morning, how are you feeling? Are you feeling like you need a rest? Are you feeling weary and burdened? Are you constantly pursuing something that is wearing you out? If so, this morning, can I encourage you to stop the search, to let go of all that you are searching for, all that you desire for, and instead come to Jesus. You don't need to know all the answers. You don't have to have everything all sorted out. Jesus knows all that you need and as you draw near to him, he will reveal it to you, not by your efforts, but by his. If this morning you're feeling burdened, if you're feeling not good enough for God, if you're feeling like you need to try and prove your worth to him, can I invite you to let go of your burdens this morning? God knows you. He loves you just for who you are. You don't have to prove anything to him. He invites you 
to come to him just as you are. And all the rest is more than able to be taken care of by Jesus. Jesus is the fulfillment of the law. You no longer need to strive to demonstrate your goodness to God. The law has been replaced with grace, grace that we can all encounter and we can, that we might all be able to let go of our burdens and instead come to Jesus. So far, it seems quite relaxing, doesn't it? When life gets difficult, we come to Jesus and we let go. But this is not where Jesus stops, and it's not how we can find true rest, because relief for the weary and burdened is not just found in in letting go and stopping. As we let go, we also need to pick something up. Rest is not a life of inactivity for Jesus, but a life with a new purpose. There's an old saying that says, if you find a job that you love, you'll never work another day in your life. And I'm sure there's some truth to that. I love my job, um, but sometimes I know it feels like hard work. So I know that I need to have a rest from it. But Jesus in this passage effectively says, live with your life with me. Live your life with Jesus. Draw alongside me. Pull in my direction. Go my ways. Work with me. And you will then never look back. You will never work another day in your life. The imagery of a yoke that Jesus refers to at the end of this passage is again an image that Jesus uses that would have been well known to his Jewish audience. This was a hugely symbolic Thing that many young Jewish men as they entered their bar mitzvahs would know well because as part of this ceremony they would be bound onto a yoke as a sign of their commitment to follow the law of God. That law that had become a burden that was heavy and crushing them. Jesus takes this image though and he transforms it from being heavy and burdensome to being light and easy. No longer, Jesus says, do you need to be committed to the law out of duty and devotion and obligation, but you can be bound to Jesus. You can be bound to me, committed to me, not because it's your duty, but just simply because Jesus loves you, simply because you are loved by him and you want to love him back in return. Jesus gives us rest. And he calls us out into a new purpose. He invites us to pick up a yoke, but this yoke should never feel forced. It should never feel painful or burdensome or heavy. Rather, the burden, the yoke will be easy and light. Partnering with Jesus should never be burdensome. Following Jesus will require effort, don't get me wrong, it will, it, it will affect our lives, but it's what we're created to do. It's who we are as we're loved by God. So how can we partner with Jesus today? How can we pick up his ways? Well, the answers are relatively simple for any of us who've been around church for any time. How do we know God and know his ways? 
we pick up the yoke of reading his word, of engaging with the scriptures and applying them to our lives and trying to learn not just the passages as memory verses, but let, it, let what God says in the Bible infuse into our lives and let it affect the way that we live our lives. We can pick up the yoke of prayer, turning to God and hearing his voice, not just sharing what we want to see God do, but listening to him and hearing his voice and following his ways. We can pick up the yoke of loving people as Jesus has loved us and as Jesus would love them. We can pick up the yoke of serving God and supporting his church. Church should never be a burden. It's about being part of the body of Christ. It's a place where we come to worship Jesus. Church should never be a burden. Please don't do any of these things, though because you have to. Please only come to Jesus, only pick up the yoke of reading his word, of praying, of serving God in any different kind of ways, because you want to. Because it's only as you do these things because you want to that you will find true joy, that you will find true rest, not only for your mind and for your body, but also for your soul. This summer, can I invite us to not just rest by stopping and by relaxing, but can I also encourage us to rest by taking the opportunity to once again come to Jesus, the Son of God. And as we come to him, may we let go of our burdens. May we let go of the things that are are tiring us out, leaving us weary and drained. And instead, may we partner with Jesus. May we pick up and pull alongside him, go his way, follow his call. And as we do so, it is then that we will find that the burden is light and we will know how to have true rest in him. Let's pray together. Father God, we thank you for your invitation to come to you. Lord, we do not deserve it. We can never have expected it. And yet, Lord, you invite us to come the same. And Lord, for those who may be tuning in this morning, trying to, or feeling like there there must be more out there, but they just don't quite know where it is. Lord, in this moment, may you just reveal yourself to them. If that's you, just say, Jesus, this morning I come to you. I hear your invitation. I want to encounter you. Reveal yourself to me. And Lord, as we come to Jesus, even from our living rooms, Lord, as we sit and as we listen to your word this morning, Lord, we pray that we would be a people who let go. Lord, this morning we, we loosen the grip of our hands. We, we hold all those things that are, are weird, that are burdensome to us, that are, are tiring us out, and we hold them loosely. And Lord, we give them over to you. 
And Lord, as we hand over those burdens, as we hand over those things that are tiring us, Lord, we pray that we would know your rest, but that we would also be able to pick up your ways, the things that you are leading us to. May we engage with who you are. May we go your way. May we live our lives for you. May we follow your call for our lives. That we might know true rest that is to be found in you. Lord God, this morning we come to you. And as we come to you, Lord, we pray that you would once again surround us with the power of your almighty love. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.